The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. You are live on The View from a Pew. This is our third day of our conversation, and I think this is one of the most important conversations we can have. What does the Bible say about death? What happens to us from the time we die until the time we're in the arms of Jesus? And I know I'm going to upset people. My, my guest host and I, uh, Delmar Austin, we have, we have done research. We've got Bible verses. The Bible says something different than Grandma got her angel wings, and she's an angel now flying around heaven. Or so-and-so is looking over me, and he or she is making sure I'm okay. They're like my guardian angel now. Nice thinking, not biblical. So we're on our third day of conversation today, and where are we starting today? Well, just uh, picking up again what has already been said, we took a look at the fact that ancient civilization believes very strongly in the idea of departed spirits, that when people die, that spirits uh, continue to live in some kind of spirit world afterwards. But we said Judaism didn't teach that way. It talked about the importance of a resurrection that was going to take place at the last time. And then yesterday, we talked about the description the Bible gives when man is created. Man is made from the dust of the earth and receives the ruach, that's the Hebrew word, or the breath of life. When man dies, he loses that spark of life or the breath of life or even the spirit. It's the same word in the Hebrew, ruach. That spark goes back to God who gave us life. We are dead, and in death, there is no consciousness. There's no conscious thought that goes on. So it's not like we're a ghost someplace wandering around in the netherworld. It is that we are not alive. We are resting in the sleep of death. Yeah, obviously rest in peace. That's where that came from. And uh, let's assure folks that if your body is lost at sea, if it's uh, gobbled up in a hamburger grinder, or you uh, cremate yourself, don't cut God short. If he wants you, Delmar, you, Bob, you, Sally, you, Jeannie, if, when he wants you back, your thoughts, your memories, your emotions, he will draw that from wherever it is and put it back in, or put the soul back in there. And only then do you become you with a new body. You become a living being. Yes. Right. And remember, God started with just dust, and he created life from that. Now, let's take a look at one of the examples in the Bible about resurrection that takes place. Because if indeed this is the picture of death in the Bible, then what hope do we have? Well, our hope is always presented in the Bible as the resurrection that there will be a time when people will be brought back to life again. They will wake up from the sleep of death. That's why the angels blow their trumpets and they are awakened 
to the life that God re- gives again. Now, but, I, I, I want to ask you a question. Yes. So those people that died before Jesus uh, was uh, crucified and resurrected, those people will also get that opportunity to join Christ in heaven. If I understand it right, it's going to be their belief at that time in God. All people are saved by their faith in God, right? We're not saved by anything else other than that faith in God. And all people will be resurrected who have died with the hope of that resurrection to come. With faith, believing in God, they will be brought back to life again. What about those people, and I don't want to open a can of worms here, but what about those people that believe in a God, but it's not the God of Abraham, Isaiah, you know, Jesus? Well, all people have, 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 have received the Holy Spirit in one way or another. The Holy Spirit has worked in this world. Even those that died in the year 1000. That's right. B.C. Even those that died way before that. <clears throat> okay. The Holy Spirit was still there. The Holy Spirit was working before the time of the flood, trying to convict people yes. to yes. follow, to believe in God. And if the, if the people had listened, they could have gone on the ark and been saved. So everyone has a chance of salvation. It's how they respond to the work that the Holy Spirit has been doing. Now, the story we want to look at today is in John chapter 11. It is the story of Lazarus. This is where Jesus performs a great miracle and brings Lazarus back from the dead. And there's no question about this story that Lazarus was clearly dead. What happens is Lazarus gets sick. And his two sisters, Mary and Martha, send a a message to Jesus. And they say, please, come quickly or our brother will die. Well, Jesus intentionally waits. This seems strange in the story. Jesus waits instead of coming immediately. And he comes finally back to the city of Bethany where that family lives. And by that time, Lazarus is dead and in the grave, okay? For four days. For four days, exactly. Yeah. So, so Mary and Martha, the sisters, come out, and they're weeping as they see Jesus coming. They're very upset that all of this has happened. And Jesus says to Martha, he says to her in verse 23, your brother will rise again. What a beautiful Uh, hope, what a beautiful assurance that he gives Martha. But now, Mac, what does it say in verse 24? What is it that Martha says because of Martha's understanding of the whole situation about life and death? Martha's got it right. What does she say? She says, he, uh, yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Now, It's important to notice what Martha doesn't say here, too. She doesn't say, oh, I know Lazarus is in heaven looking down upon us. Right. She doesn't say, oh, I know that even though he's he's died, that his spirit is someplace and he hears everything. No, she doesn't say any of that. She doesn't give any of it. She says that he will be brought back to life again at the time of the resurrection. Okay? 
So Martha has the correct understanding. Where did she get that understanding? She got that understanding from Old Testament. Yeah, from uh, Judaism. That's right, from Judaism, from those teachings yeah. that, that showed where, where human beings become alive, become alive again, and that's at the time of the resurrection. Yeah, I don't even know if there's examples in the Old Testament where some people die and, and people think they go to heaven. They, they didn't believe that back then either. They didn't. They there were times in the Old Testament people died and they were brought back to life again. With like Elisha the prophet yeah. uh, brought a couple people back to life again. So those things did take place. Now we know the story, and we don't have to read it all here of, of Jesus and Lazarus. Jesus goes to the tomb. He says, "Roll the stone away," and then he says, "Lazarus, come forth." Yes, and Lazarus is now alive and walks out of that tomb, and he's still covered with his grave clothes, right? He came back to life again because Jesus has the power over death. Jesus is the one that created life, and he has the power over death. Now, one thing that hap- that doesn't happen in the story, Lazarus doesn't say, oh, wait a minute, I was just up in heaven. Yeah. Why, why do you want me to come back? No, he doesn't say that. That'd be pretty unfair. <laughs> it would be pretty unfair. No, Lazarus was dead. The last conscious thought that he had was when he was dying there in his own home. When he dies, they took him out and buried him. And after four days, he comes back to life again. Because God has the ability to restore the spark of life and recreate that body, which was already decomposing. He recreates it, and Lazarus comes back, and he is alive again. Yeah, it says in uh, John 11, Uh, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. He walks out. Jesus says, unwrap him and let him go. And that's the end of the story. Exactly. And if we continue to maintain the belief that there must be spirits of departed people, Mac, we're only continuing the lie that Satan made. And the lie that Satan made was, you shall not surely die. That's not, that's not true. There is death. Sin leads to death. But there is the hope of the resurrection. Yeah, I was reading, uh, this is going to sound just wonderful, but uh, I'm redoing all my will and my um, uh funeral plans right and i had in there because uh, i wrote this before jesus mugged me and i ever studied the bible i had in there well uh, be happy because i'm with jesus in heaven now and i have to take that out because i know it's not true well it's just not what the bible teaches yeah well i'm i'm in with the bible yeah all right so um go ahead sorry do you remember in The Wizard of Oz, if you ever watched that old yeah. movie, remember what the Scarecrow does when they're trying to find the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the Wicked Witch, I think it is? No. He repeats over and over and over, I do believe in ghosts. I do believe oh, in no, ghosts. Oh, no, I don't remember that. You uh, know, why uh, is it, if the Bible is so true, why is it that we maintain this belief that there's got to be the spirits of departed people? Can I take a stab at that? Sure. The people that want to believe that are the people who don't believe in Jesus. 
that there's a resurrection. So they want to somehow believe that they're, they're dead, uh, relatives, loved ones are up there and they're alive and I'll see them soon. But I think people also want to believe that there is something to this idea that there is some power that's out there after death. Uh, do you know that according to surveys that are done, three-fourths of Americans believe in the paranormal? Uh. Three-fourths. And one in five believe in ghosts. But it can't the pre—, pre what did you say they were called? Pre-normal? Paranormal means belief in uh, activities that happen from either ghosts or spirits or something. But can't those be demons? Well, exactly. (laughs) Exactly with the issue. But, you know, I think this is where a lot of people get confused. And we're probably running out of time now, but we need to talk about that. How about we do that tomorrow when we come back again? We'll talk about what is going on when people think that maybe they're connecting with uh, the dead, the departed spirits of the dead. I hope you're enjoying this. We're just telling you the truth, and I'm always interested in hearing what you're feeling and hearing. You can give me an email at mac, M-A-C, at theviewfromapew.com. Thanks to our Sponsors, DivineTruthChristian.com. Anytime you need anything, Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.